Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to yet another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you all so much for joining us and dialing in on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you so much for inviting and sharing with everyone we ask that you continue to do so. Let everybody know uh, that we have this call here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Uh, so they can get fed, get fueled, get what they need to get a great word to start their day off in the proper direction, in the proper way. We post all the replays for the calls. We have uh, an account with SoundCloud, so if you have an account with them, you can listen to it there. Or just go to our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. On the home page there, if you scroll to the bottom, you'll see uh, the playlist that's listed there. All the calls we've done since August 3rd, 2015 are there. So you can get fed and get fueled anytime you want to. Catch up at any time. Put the playlist on repeat and just get in and get in. And so um, also while you're on the website, whendreamscollide.com, be sure to subscribe. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner uh, by joining uh, our subscriber base there great information, tools, tips, and resources that we'll be sending out periodically. We don't send a lot of emails out, but when we do, we want to make sure that it's substantive and it's something that, um, you know, the folks really need and what they're looking for. And so uh, by becoming a VIP, you're able to get uh, new information first, and that's what we share with all of our subscribers first before we post it on the social media platforms or anything. Um, today, throughout the call, we ask that you post your notes on social media as well and tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide uh, as well as build it for your last name so that we can um you know continue to share the message with everybody and my husband is here ladies and gentlemen he's ready to rock and roll so let's go ahead and get the call started on today if you're driving put in your earpiece put up pull out that pen and paper again please post your notes on social media tag us in it honey come on to the line and say good morning to our vip Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Have you learned your lesson? Have you learned your lesson? It is quite obvious, ladies and gentlemen, that life is a series of lessons. Life is a series of lessons. John C. Maxwell says every day you're either repairing or preparing. Every single day, you're either repairing or you're preparing. You're either repairing the past or you're preparing for the future. And the challenge with most of us is that our memories are much larger than our visions. Our memories are much larger than our dreams. And we start to find ourselves in a conundrum where we're living out of our history and not moving towards our destiny. We're calling it life. But all we have been doing for the last 5 or 10 or 15 years is repeating the same old time-arid mistakes. Have you learned 
your lesson. It is quite obvious that the test you fail to pass will cause you to repeat the class. The test that you fail to pass will cause you to repeat the class. And you've got to look at your life and say, why am I continuously having this same challenge happen? Why, why do I have to, the same issues occurring? Why do I have the same set of circumstances taking place? Why am I always broke every single year? Why am I always broken every single year? Why do I have the same struggles with relationships every single year? Why is my health challenged like this every single year? Have you learned your lesson? What lesson are you missing? What, what lesson are you not learning? See, life is a, it, it's a cruel teacher at times. She's a cruel teacher. She will oftentimes give you the test first and the lesson afterwards. Life oftentimes gives you the test first and then the lesson afterwards. And you've got to realize that it is only a test. It's a test. It's a test sometimes to break you because the blessing is always in the breaking. But my question for you is, have you learned your lesson? I learned my lesson a long time ago, whereas I was working for a company and doing extremely well with this company, giving my life to this company, giving my effort, my time, my energy, my sweat equity into this company where I had been working and, and, and I had bought into the American dream of go to school, get a good education, graduate, get yourself a good, secure job, working for a Fortune 500 corporation. And I bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. I decided that's, that's what I was going to do. And I, all I could remember is saying, I'm going to find myself in, at, at the top of a company. And I started working. Oh, I was working, ladies and gentlemen. I was working, I was working from dark 30 in the morning to dark 30 at night working. And um, I started to find myself getting promoted. You know, you, can't, you don't get what you wish for. You only get what you work for. So I was, I was never afraid of hard work and dedication. I was never afraid of hard work and dedication. So I started to do it, and here I was. I went from making $9 an hour on the phone, making phone calls, attempting to sell uh, long-distance services to businesses. I went from making $9 an hour to now becoming promoted to a supervisor. And I was now managing and leading a team of sales agents of about 14 people. Things were going great. Things were phenomenal because I was working. I put in that hard work and that dedication because that's what they told me. So I kept working. Then I went from there, and I got promoted to sales manager at our corporate facilities. And now I had a staff of about 60 because I was working. I was focused. I was committed. I made the sacrifices from dark 30 in the morning to dark 30 at night. And then one of the guys that used to report to me that was a part of my staff, he started writing some faulty business. Cost the company millions of dollars. I ended up tracking it down. He used to be in that position two years before I even became his manager. So I tracked it down, took it to my boss, took it to his boss. We decided to let him go. And I'll never forget, February 6, two, oh, February 3, 2006. I get the call in the office that Friday, about 6.45. Our shift was over at 7 o'clock. I get a call to come into my boss's office about 6.45. I go into their office. In his office, he's sitting there, and his boss is sitting there, and they proceed to tell me, we've got to let you go. Mm. We've got to terminate you. 
Here I am with mixed emotions, not understanding why you would let me go, why, why you would terminate the golden child, why, why I'd have to go through this problem with y'all, why, why, it's, why it's my fault. And I realize, here's the lesson, it may not be your fault, but it's still your problem. It may not be your fault, but it's still your problem. And from that day to this day, a lot of people say, what, what drives you? A lot of other folks only see what I drive, but many people, very few people ever see what drives me. See, that was one of the statements. So that was one of the experiences. That was one of the been-throughs that caused the breakthrough. I said, lesson learned. I will never, never keep all of my eggs in one basket. I, I, I learned another lesson. One of the other lessons I learned was dealing, just having to trust so easily. I had a, I had a quote-unquote mentor that was mentoring me in business after that experience. I said, okay, I'm going to attempt this entrepreneurial experience. I'm going to attempt this entrepreneurial journey. I, I started getting mentored. By the way, never make your mentor your master. Did you hear me? Never make the mentor your master. What good does it profit a man to gain the whole world and still lose his soul? Soul is your soul is your heart, your will, and your emotions. Never just submit your heart, your will, and your emotions to another man or woman and disguise it as mentorship when it's really mastership. I submitted my soul, and I'll never forget this mentor said, hey, listen, uh, do you have a bank account? I need to, I need to clear a check. I need to, I need to make a deposit in a bank account. I said, sure, mentor. And he deposited that check for about $5,000. A couple of days later, $5,000 showed up in my account. And uh, because I had a relationship with the bank, they went ahead before they even cleared the bank, uh, before they cleared the check on his end, they submitted it for, for a release on my end. I withdrew the money, gave it to him. And maybe a week later, a week later, Come to find out, uh, the funds aren't in his account. I've given him $5,000 that uh, he, he doesn't even have in his account. I've, I've bounced the check. I get a phone call. I get a phone call uh, from the bank. The bank is upset. Where, where's our money? I said, what, what do you mean? They said, yeah, yeah, you, you have put a check in here that does not, did not clear. So it's your account, you're responsible. I make the phone call. He says, oh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the issue is. I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't imagine. That, that, account is, that, that, account is, uh, that account is there. I mean, that money is there in that account. And I just so happened to have a garden angel on my side called my mama. My mother and I had a, a joint account at the time where she was still a, a signee on the account. And so I told him, I said, uh, uh, my, my mom is on the account. And all of a sudden he says, why didn't you tell me your mom puts on your account? Because he knew both of my parents were attorneys. And all of a sudden he found the $5,000 to pay back their bank so I wouldn't have to face any major, major, major issues. And I said, oh, I've learned my lesson. I will never give a person 100% of the trust until they've earned it. What, what lesson have you not learned? What lesson continues to show up? See, you think, you think you're getting away, but that lesson follows you everywhere you go. Here's the thing that I know about you. Whatever challenge you're facing, 
the common denominator in that challenge is you. Whatever issue you're having in your finances, you're the common denomination or common denominator. Whatever issue you're having in your relationships, you're the common denominator. Whatever issue you're having in your body, you're the common denominator. When are you going to learn the lesson? Have you learned your lesson? Are you going to continue to repeat the class? There's some things that you, you ought to get to a place in your life where you say, no, I've passed that test. Nope, I finished that race. That's not the one that's going to pull me down. That's not the one that's going to get me sidetracked. That's not the one that's going to get me off focus. That's not the one that's going to get me off balance. See, devil, you're going to have to do a lot better to get me away from my goal, to get me away from my destiny. Haters, you're going to have to do me a lot worse than what you're doing. You're going to have to say a lot more. You're going to have to do something, not just say something. Are you getting tangled in the web you weave? Have you learned your lesson? Life has plenty of lessons for us to learn, ladies and gentlemen. Plenty of lessons for us to learn. Remember this, the tests are temporary, but the lessons are long-lasting. The tests are temporary, but the lessons are long-lasting. The scripture tells us in Proverbs 24 and 16 that for a righteous man falls seven times and rises again but the wicked stumble in time of disaster and collapse. I, I'd like to venture to believe, especially if you're connected to this platform here, that, that you're a righteous person. So no matter how many times you fall, if it's five, four, or seven, you'll be able to get up again. You'll be able to extract what you need to extract from the experience and apply it for future. Because as long as you learn from what you go through, you'll never lose. You only lose in an experience when the lesson comes and you choose not to you choose not to recognize it as the lesson you say okay i went through this experience it knocked me down on my feet i'm gonna go back and do it again i'm gonna keep doing it again i'm gonna keep going back and doing the same stupid thing that i did before that caused me the emotional strain heartache and pain when people when when you do that what happens is you go from thinking that you're 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 making things better to being addicted to a certain emotion, to a certain feeling, to a certain situation. Some people are addicted to being knocked down. They, they, they cannot function unless they feel low. They can't function unless they feel uh, uh, talked about or beat up or ran over. You know, they always got to have that, that person or that, that, that enemy in their life. They can't perform unless they mad at somebody or something. So they keep creating situations with people to create this environment for themselves of anger and frustration and rage, rage so they can go and, and perform better because that's the only way that they can. The key is to not just have the, the test, but to learn the lesson. The tests are temporary, but the lessons are long-lasting. I'll never forget when I had a mentor in my early 20s. Man, I was fresh off of, I had worked in corporate America for a retail company, I managed billions of dollars billions of dollars in revenue for that company, you know, and had to move back to, to Houston. And when I did, God positioned me. Remember when God wants to protect your life, he removes someone old. But when he wants to bless your life, he adds someone new. And so he had brought this new person into my life, which was a blessing, very successful couple, and they wanted me to work with them. And so uh, all of the marketing things that I, I had learned when I was at that, uh, at that job in corporate America, I was able to apply 
with them. And so we did a lot of great things together on um, congressional recognition for it and, and everything. And I don't even remember what happened or what triggered this, but I have what's called a mental scotoma or a stupid attack. And I decided that the, the, the mentor, the person who was helping me, was against me. Now, in hindsight, I'm looking at it, they really did not do anything wrong to me. But I chose to believe that they did because maybe they didn't want to, they didn't do something the way I wanted it to be done or, or I don't know. I don't even remember what happened. All I do remember is that I was very disrespectful to them. I said some mean things to them. I, I defamed their character to other people. I ran around. I, talked, I, I felt it was my business to run and tell everybody else except them how I felt about them. I went and told everybody else what the issue was. I told everybody but them. And so with that, obviously those other people went back and told them, told them, and because she was a mature person, she, she had no interest in entertaining my foolishness. She was like, oh, okay, she's young. She's she in her early 20s. She's going to figure it out one day. And so as time would have it, God began to really work on me as I grew spiritually, and I began to mature, and I allowed God to, to work on my heart. He convicted me tremendously because I was back in that low place, and it was in that low place that I realized how valuable that mentor was because she wasn't manipulative. She wasn't attempting to get the best over me. She, she didn't benefit financially or none of that from what I was doing. She just genuinely wanted to help me. And so I prayed and prayed and prayed, and I said, Lord, if you ever, if you ever have her cross my path again, please just give me the opportunity to, to say something to her, to, to acknowledge who she was in my life so that I can apologize and, and just so she knows that I, that, I've got, that I learned a lesson. I wanted her to know that I learned a lesson. And so God would have it. We was at the beauty salon one day, and there she was sitting under the dryer. I hadn't seen her in years. Years had passed. She was sitting under the dryer. I ran up to her. She was excited to see me. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I am so sorry. I, I, was, I, was, I had no idea the value of a mentor like you because it's not until you, you are in a bad relationship that, or situation that you recognize how good the other one was. People always talk about the grass being greener on the other side. And so, you know, I, I talked to her, and she was like, baby, don't even worry about it. I went through the same thing. I did the same stuff when I was your age as well. It's okay. And I hadn't seen her since then. That was years ago, and I was so grateful that God gave me the opportunity to, to acknowledge that because I wanted to make sure that, you know, she, she knew, that she understood her worth and her value, that she didn't begin to question herself because that can happen. You know, people, based on your reaction or response to them, they, they can begin to question themselves. Like, man, okay, am, do, do I qualify to be a mentor? Am I good enough? I don't know. What did I say wrong? What did I do wrong for them to flip a lid and go the other direction? And it all boiled down to communication or lack thereof. I had an issue. I never told her I had an issue. So I, played, I made up these movies in my mind, and based on those movies, that's how I reacted to her and to everything else. And it was just completely immature, uh, unprofessional, and, and everything else. And so, you know, she left me alone so I can learn that lesson. That was the best thing she could have ever did for me because had she attempted to talk to me throughout that process, I wouldn't have received from her because I had already made up in my mind that she was, she was evil. She was bad. So, no, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to receive. And so as the years would pass and other people came into my life as leaders, 
um, you know, I don't give the people the title mentor because that's the coveted position to have, and that's only based off of a, a spiritual connection and relationship for me. And so I haven't had a mentor since then, um, but I have had people in my life that were people that I can extract from and learn from. And so I always look, compare the experience. You know, um, you know, how are they talking? How are they acting? How are they treating me compared to who I knew was a good mentor in the past? And so, you know, those lessons that life gives us are, are necessary. They are critical for our growth and for our advancement in every and anything that we do, in our parenting, in our business, in our spiritual growth, everything. They matter so, so much. So, you know, if you, if you have that relationship where you know you messed up, you know you were the person to mess it up. Ask for God to give you the opportunity at the at the appointed time to be able to cross paths with that person so that you can acknowledge them again and, and, and say, you know what, I learned my lesson. And then when God blesses you and gives you the opportunity to be a mentor or to pour into someone else, take all of those experiences and just be better. Take all of those experiences and just do better. That's what it's all about. Why History is always going to repeat itself. The same situation you went through five, ten years ago, it's going to come again. The only difference in history repeating itself is you. Will the historical event that took place in your life in the past, when it comes back around, will it have the same effect on you? If it has the same effect on you, that is proof that you have not grown yet in that area. But if it doesn't have the same effect on you, that means you've grown past it, you've gotten better, you're able to identify it and make a different choice and decision this time. Have you learned your lesson? Review your experiences, identify the tests, identify the lessons you've learned, applaud yourself for those areas where you have advanced, and then uh, correct yourself in those areas where you know you need to be corrected. Honey? You cannot correct what you fail to confront. You cannot correct what you fail to confront. This is the time to step into that place that Michael Jackson says, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. <laughs> Have you learned your lesson? People are either a lesson or a blessing. But have you learned your lesson? What lesson do you need to learn? It can't be everybody's fault. The old saints used to say, it's not my mom, it's not my daddy, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Have you learned your lesson? I don't want you to keep repeating the same year over and over and over and over and calling it life. Have you learned your lesson? You ought to not have it. You ought to not be in the same place today that you were in yesterday with people. You ought to not be in the same place today that you were in the same place with in last year. Every single day you ought to be getting better and better and better and better. Have you learned your lesson? You've got to learn this lesson. You've got to get it through your spirit today. You've got to accept what God allows. It is the lesson that you're failing to learn that is causing you to repeat the class. You are not living until you've learned the lesson because you are the sum total of the lessons you have learned. And just because you have gone through something doesn't necessarily mean you understand it because your level of understanding has everything to do with whom it is that you stand under. Did you hear that? Your level of understanding has everything to do with whom it is that you stand under. Learn the lesson. You keep having the same difficulties because you won't hold on to the lesson that you've learned. 
Don't keep making the same mistake. The first time, it's a mistake. The second time, it's your plan. Have you learned your lesson? This is the season. This is your time. This is the moment for you to accept the things that you can. Accept the responsibility for them all. That word responsibility means the ability to respond, not react. Respond to it. Own up to it. You know what? That's my bad. That's my fault. It will never happen again. I will not be in this place again. Have you learned your lesson? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.